0: Da, da 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 Hey, what's up, Yankee fans? It is Greg with another edition of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And what's coming up next week? Well, if you don't know, I'll tell you. The winter meetings. The winter meetings start next week. And that always has tons of rumors uh, coming out of it. All the reporters go crazy during that time, and it's pretty awesome because there's like a new news story about a trade rumor uh, or free agent signing coming out like every 10 minutes. Um, If you follow John Heyman and Joel Sherman, those are two guys who I always check, um, and Ken Rosenthal, that dude with the bow tie. Uh, and who else? Who are some of the other Bob Nightingale, right? He's another one who's who's big, who I follow, and those guys always seem to be getting big scoops. And Jack Curry from Yes, of course. Can't forget about him. So, with that in mind, started looking at the big trade rumors going on right now with the Indians, and the word on the street there says... Indians are aggressively shopping Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer. So I looked up the ages of those guys because I was not exactly sure. And Corey Kluber is 32 and Trevor Bauer is 27. So five years difference between those guys. You like that math that I just did? Um, (laughs) Five years difference in baseball life is big time. It's it's huge. And for the Yankees to get one of these guys, obviously they got to give up some of their prospects. And a couple of people have been hypothesizing about the package the Yankees would have to give up to get one of those guys. And... Clint Frazier's name comes up a lot, and as if you've been listening to this show, you know that Red Thunder, Clint Frazier, is kind of a sentimental favorite of mine. I I think he's got star power if he can play a full season in the majors, and he might be a guy that Cleveland wants back since he came from Cleveland in that Andrew Miller deal. So... Who knows? Cleveland might be like, we definitely want him back. He was in our system, and he's going to be a star. Or they could go with, I'm going to probably mess up these next names, so bear with me, but um, is it uh, Florian? Florian? I think it's Florian. Um, Center fielder for the Yankees in their minors. He is supposed to be, I don't know if he's their number one ranked prospect, in the outfield right now, Um, but a lot of hype around him, and a lot of people think he's going to be a superstar, so, you know, looking at future center field, it would be really great to have a star come out of there, like imagine if another Bernie Williams came out of the Yankee um, system, that would be, that would be just unbelievable. So he's one of the pers the people involved. There's a couple of other um minor leaguers that I've seen mentioned. Uh Estrada, I think it's I think it's Estrada. I don't know if he's an infielder. I can't remember. I know I've heard of him, but I'm not exactly sure. Mario, check that out for me. Look that up. See see what position he plays. Um Chad Green is another one and Chad Green, I missed him yesterday when I was talking about relief pitchers because he had a he had a good year. He is a, a really solid pitcher. So that would be a, a hole that they would have to fill if they got rid of Chad Green. And who was the other guy? I think Lois Saiga, Johnny Lasagna, was on there. Um, I think Domingo Herman. So... Oh, oh, and the other was um, Sonny Gray, which Sonny Gray would be, uh, you know, they, they have to get rid of him. I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't know who's going to take him, but he can't have too much value, right? I, I, think, I think whoever's taking him, it's going to be kind of the th- type of thing where the Yankees are like, you got to take him, and that's the thing with uh, Kluber and um, Bauer. Is that a lot of people say in order for the trade to happen, Cleveland is going to ask whoever their trade partner is to take um, Kipnis. And, you know, Kipnis was, he was a, a solid player. A couple of years ago, he was, you know, really, I thought, towards the top of the sec- second baseman list. And it looks like he's regressed a little bit. Um, Yankees do need a second baseman. Um, so that's, that is if they switch, um, Torres over to shortstop for Didi Gregorius. Um, so do you take Kipnis and in that trade for either Kluber or Bauer and put him at second and just deal with it until Didi Gregorius gets back? I think he's making, I think I read he's making uh, like maybe $16 million. Um, which, you know, is, is that somebody you just take on the contract and deal with it and say, all right, just get us to August when Didi comes back? And who knows, maybe you catch lightning in a bottle with him and he actually produces. I still think they should go for Daniel Murphy. I have not heard a lot about him on the... Uh, in the in the news, which is is surprising. I don't know what exactly uh, is going on with that. Who is trying to um, get him, uh, or if anyone is looking at him? But um, we'll see. We'll see. I think I think the Yankees would be really. I think it would really benefit them to pick him up. Great contact guy. Um, you know, veteran. He's been in there. Uh, Been in the playoffs. You know, he had that great postseason, right, with the Mets. Um, So I I just think he's a solid pickup. The other thing about Kluber and Bauer is that, you know, some people think, you know, is Kluber going to start to regress? He did win 20 games last year, and the year before that was 18. So, he also logged, I think he logged the most innings out of any starting pitcher last year. So, that guy is, he's a workhorse. And at 32, you know, do you? I don't even know how many years left on his contract. But, do you take him? He, I think this year he would definitely slot in as your number one. He would be the ace of the staff. So... You know, do you go for it and go for more of a proven uh, commodity like him, or do you go with Bauer, who was twelve and six last year, but he had a like two point two ERA, and pff, man, talk about solid. That is that is just a phenomenal ERA. I don't know if he was first or second in the league in ERA, but. That would be really, really essential. I'm sure Kluber's ERA was, was good. I'm not sure exactly what number that was. But two interesting people out there. And we'll see what direction the Yankees go in. Um, I kind of, after doing a little bit of this research, I kind of feel that Bauer might be the way to go. Uh, just because of his age and that he has a... a maybe a bigger upside than, um, than Kluber. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe Brian Cashman knows. Uh, the other thing about Bauer is that he's really big on Twitter. And some, somebody wrote something really funny on Twitter saying that he, if he has one bad game, his phone's going to blow up because people will go off on him on social media, and I don't know, will he be able to handle it? I have seen a couple of um, tweets from him that have been, uh, let's say, interesting <laughs> to use. Uh, I don't know what other word to use for that, but um, he, he seems like he could be a volatile guy, and someone also posted uh, something about if Larry Rothschild uh, would go to the mound and talk to him that he would like freak out. So that's, those could be red flags there. Um, you know, some people had quotes of calling him, quote, Cerebral. And, you know, take that for what it's worth. But uh, I feel like the last guy who they called Cerebral was that guy on the A's. Uh, oh, man, what was his name? He was, he was kind of a, uh, um, he was a little bit of Fruit Loop. But he, he had that one great year. Um, he went to Cy Young. I'm blanking on his name. Mario, do you know who I'm talking about? Um, you know, we're talking about like back when it was like Tim Hudson on the A's and who else? It was like Tim Hudson. They had those big three. Anyway, he was one of them. Interesting dude. Cerebral. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Does Corey Kluber have the makeup? Not Cory Kluber. I think Cory Kluber has the makeup for New York. Trevor Bauer, I'm not sure. And then we all know about his drone flying and hurt, him, he hurt his finger during the playoffs, uh, whatever it was, two years ago, uh, cut himself on uh, a, a drone uh, blade. So I don't know. Maybe he should look into that drone flying, that drone racing league. Um, if you guys have ever seen, never seen that, you should YouTube it. Um, it's pretty wild. They they like race drones in stadiums. At least I saw it in a stadium. Maybe they do it outside, and it's like basically an obstacle course. They have to go through all this stuff. Um, it looks really cool. I I might have to check that out if if I uh, if it's if it's going on somewhere near me. Um, so. No drone clause in his contract. Can they? Can they put that in? Although, like I said the other day, someone I, I was going on Twitter with someone, and they were like, "Oh, it's gonna be like when uh, Aaron Boone had a no pickup basketball in his contract, and and look how that <laughs> worked out for him." Oh, funny stuff. But anyway, moving on. Another guy on the Indians that I had seen. Um, which, you know, speaking of Indians, they got rid of Chief Wahoo. And, I don't know, what are your thoughts on the whole being, like, Indian used in, in a name? And I know a lot, a lot of Native Americans have um, issues with that. And, you know, that seems like the first step towards completely changing their names. Um, what's your thoughts? You can always email me. YankeeCrazyPodcast at gmail.com. You could send me direct messages on Instagram at yankeecrazypodcast and Twitter, yankeecrazypod. Let me know what you think. Are you one of those people who think that it really is terrible, that the Indians exist and the Redskins and... I don't know if, I think people might, uh, Native Americans have issues with Seminoles, I think. Florida State Seminoles, I don't know. Um, the Braves, is that, is that an issue with them? I don't know. They used to have, um, who was it, Chief Nakahoma, right? Wasn't he the one for the Braves? And then, or was it, or was it the Indians? Either way, there was someone... Who they they had a Native American, or maybe it was just a guy who played Native American, come out and do um, and be Chief Nakahoma, which is kind of <laughs> it's kind of a cool name. I'm sure someone has that on Twitter, um, being Chief Nakahoma. Kind of a cool name. I I think it's funny. I, I whoever thought of that name is a genius, but. Maybe that's offensive to Native Americans, if it is i'm sorry i don't I don't mean to be i I say Native Americans, I never use anything else, but um moving on to Cleveland I'll call him Cleveland here um michael- Michael Brantley is available, they say, and uh first baseman and I also read that they think I don't know if he platooned last year but he was fifth in the league in batting. He had like a 306 or 305 average um, lefty hitter. Um, I don't know too much about him, um, but you know, is he someone that uh, that Cleveland would want someone to take on uh, in a trade? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, and like I said, those winter meetings coming up. Lots and lots of stuff coming out of them, I'm sure. Uh, I feel like sometimes the Yankees don't make moves during that time. I, I can't remember from last year uh, or, or other previous years, but I do, I feel like it's always a talk to people, look and see what do they say, kick the tires expression on that. And then it's those following weeks that something happens, and Brian Cashman goes out and makes a deal. So I can't wait for it. I'm I'm really excited, and hope you are too. Because I, you know, I've been starting out almost every broadcast uh, with uh, can you call it a broadcast? I don't know. <laughs> episode, let's say episode. I've been starting off every episode with hot stove information. And it's because it's basically the only news right now for the Yankees. It's not like we can talk about the games or what's going on in season. It's all about the hot stove and who's going to end up where. And obviously, we still have the big names of Machado and Harper. And we will see what happens. I'm sure something else. And, oh, Adovino, I really... I you know the more I hear about that guy and read about him, I really hope he becomes a Yankee. Would be a great uh addition to middle relief. And if you, they get rid of Chad Green in some sort of a deal with Cleveland, then Ottavino would be a great pickup. Besides that, I don't know, who else have you heard? You can always write to me, let me know, be like, dude, what about this guy? Ask me a question. Um find me on social media platforms and I will um, always get back to you and trying to think, I think that's it. I think we can wrap up this edition of The Hot Stove pre-winter meetings and that's about it guys. So I hope you are having an awesome day and I hope you stick around. And listen to my sponsor because we have to pay the bills. And if you know somebody out there who wants to uh, come on as a sponsor of the podcast, I would love it. Especially if it's... Who are some ideal people we'd like to um, uh, to advertise on the podcast? Uh, let's see. Well, number one, it'd be great if the Yankees did. That'd be so awesome if the Yankees were like, this guy's a little crazy. he's a little out there. Um, might not always get all the statistics right, but uh, let's sponsor him and you know throw him some gear, throw him some cash. Um, you know, they got millions, right? Why not spread <laughs> why not spread the wealth around to some of the fans? How's that? Like just take a million and kind of spread it around as long as I <laughs> as long as I'm getting a good chunk of it right? Um, put some hats, some shirts. You know, that would be cool. I would definitely do giveaways if that was the case. I might even do some giveaways. I might even reprint. Here's here's a story for you. So, 2009 World Series. I get this crazy idea where I'm like... You I, I, I see those shirts that were... The first shirts that I saw were the Beatles ones where it said, uh, Paul... Ringo, John, and George. Wow, I couldn't. I was blanking on George Harrison. How could I do that? He was awesome, deal. Um, and it was in the it was uh, in the Helvetica font, which I learned later is pretty famous. <laughs> and it just had the and symbol at it, and it was four lines. And at that time, they were really 2009. It was really big talk about. The core four and it was core four everything and I get this idea where I'm like oh man wouldn't that be cool if they made shirts that had the core four like those the, like the Beatles on there and so what I did what I do I made the shirts and it was I got I'll take a picture of it and post it. I was thinking maybe I can make more of those and do them as a giveaway. So it was obviously navy blue shirts with white lettering, and let's see, what did I do? I, you know, I wore it recently. I wore it for the Yankees um, uh, wild card game, and brought them good luck. Um, I, I probably wore it during the um, during the next series. I might have mixed it up because I'm very superstitious. Where I, I, you know, I wear my Jeter jersey. And then I will switch what shirt I'm wearing underneath it. It'll obviously always have to be a Yankee shirt, but it didn't it didn't work out. <laughs> My superstitions didn't work out um, during the the round against the Red Sox, which um, you know, it's it's kinda crazy baseball superstitions, and I had read something about how um baseball players are the most suspicious um superstitious, not <laughs> suspicious <laughs> They're such suspicious people. They are such superstitious people. And, oh, you know, I, I definitely want to hear from you guys if you do this. But do you do, like, if you're watching a Yankee game and they get a hit and you stay in that position and then there's an out and then you move. I, I think a lot of baseball fans are like that. I got to get my brother on the phone because we used to be watching games, um... I would like be in my apartment, and he'd be at his house, and we'd either be like calling each other or texting each other, and talking about like superstition. So one of them, I, I I forget what year it was, but I had this Bernie Williams bobblehead, and it was kind of like a miniature one. I don't know where I got it. Oh man, I wish I had it now. I love bobbleheads. I sh- I I need to get more bobbleheads. I love them. Um, I don't have any now. I had a Reggie Jackson one that I broke. Um, was it Reggie? Yeah, it was Reggie. Um, and I had that Bernie Williams one. I think I got out of a cereal box, actually. <laughs> I think I, like, went to the store and got totally duped into getting, like, uh, you know, who knows, Fruit Loops, although Fruit Loops are awesome. So whatever it was, I, I am, like, 99% sure it was a cereal I liked because um, I, I do like a lot of cereals. Um, maybe it was, it was Lucky Charms, then that would have been, like, awesome, those marshmallows <laughs> and Lucky Charms. Although, I don't like the marshmallows just by themselves. I like the marshmallows with the, the, the crunch of the cereal. So, wow, did you see the tangent we just went off on? <laughs> oh, man, it, I, I Obviously, I cracked myself up, but it's kind of funny, the tangent. I started talking about a giveaway of shirts, and it's gone into Lucky Charms. <laughs> so, okay, let's get back. Let's get back to the story. So, I had that bobblehead, and this is like three tangents later. So, I had the bobblehead of Bernie Williams, and I would, like, shake it. So, his head was shaking uh, during the pitch, and then I wouldn't shake it. I would stop the shake when it was, if it was a swing, and I was, oh man, it was like I was trying every different combination. It was crazy. It is crazy, but I'm a little crazy, and that's why the Yan- that's why this podcast is called Yankee Crazy Podcast. So let's see, where else did I go off on the tangent? So I went off on my superstition, my bobbleheads, superstitions, and oh, <clears throat> so I think I was talking about the shirts that I made. And so I made those, and it was, I think I started with Derek. They do Derek, Andy, Jorge, and Mo. I think that's what it was, but I'll take a picture, and I'll post that. Um, and do a giveaway, maybe. Or maybe I'll print a couple of those shirts and do a giveaway. Or if you want to buy them, um, you can always contact me about that. Maybe I have to uh, get a website uh, e-commerce store going. Um, and put those up. I always wanted to do like a symbol on the back. I wanted to design something with Core 4. Um, but that's that's another project for another day. So write to me. Let me know. Let me know. I'll post that and, and say, you know, do you guys like these? Um, should I make them again? Do you want them as giveaways? Do you want to buy one? So anyway, getting back to it, Part of that story is that, so I make these shirts, and I I make them um, and start to sell them. I I post it to some friends on Facebook, and then I went up to the stadium. World Series before, or maybe playoffs. I mean, it was like playoffs and World Series for games that I wasn't going to, and I went up there with a backpack full of shirts. And I walked around the stadium and sold them for 20 bucks, and I made a little bit of a profit. Um, you know I think I, I think I got that idea because I had read that article about those guys in Boston who i won 't even tell you the shirt that they that they had. You can probably imagine what it was. <clears throat> but they made like so much money, and they would like sell t-shirts outside of Fenway, and then they would like travel the world and I'm like wow and then they, they built it up into a, like big business I, I think so that was my crazy idea um, but it was fun I, I enjoyed it I had a lot of fun it was, um, was kind of getting my entrepreneurial spirit on and like I said I did make a little bit of money but it wasn't a lot it was more about the fun and the passion of it so yeah um, Kind of like this this podcast, um, you know, very uh, very Gary Vaynerchuk inspired. Um, if you guys don't follow Gary V, you should. He is awesome. Love that guy. Um, and you know, the first day I launched this, I was you know I was very hesitant. I was like, you know, is this another crazy scheme of mine launching this podcast? And I went on Instagram, and the first post I see is Gary V, and he's wearing a Yankee hat. And it's his post about turning on your notifications on Instagram. So I actually saw that as a sign. I was like, wow. I'm like, first thing I see when I'm thinking about this, this crazy podcast is Gary V, and he's wearing a Yankee hat. And I was like, done. I think I even commented on it, being like, wow, dude, this was a sign. So, if anybody knows Gary Vee, I would love to get him on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. He, it, that would be, he would be up there with Greg Nettles for me. If, you know, top two guests of mine, Gary Vee and Greg Nettles. Um, so, if you know him, send him this, and maybe he'll want to come on. Even for, like, five minutes. Maybe I could get that guy on the phone for five minutes, so I might need to start a hashtag, like my hashtag bring back the Reggie bar and Nettles HOF, I might need a Gary V on the Yankee Crazy podcast somehow, I'll have to think of something, Um, you know, feel free to write to me if you know something, if you have a good idea for a hashtag on it, so... I'll wrap it up, guys. That was, um, that was a, what was that, Mario? That was probably like a 20-minute uh, tangent I just went off on, which I don't know. Maybe I need to call this uh, Yankee Crazy Tangents. Um, no, I'm going to keep it Yankee Crazy Podcast. But that is the podcast for today, guys, and stay tuned, as always, and let's go Yankees.